Welcome to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It's Wednesday, September 19th. Thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, we got a pretty sweet show lined up yet again. We're going to take a look back at week two, do a little recap. We're going to take a look ahead at week three. We're, of course, going to give out some Dookie Awards. We're going to look at the waiver wire. And before we do all that, we're going to actually give a shout out to Pilo Rogers. That guitar lick that you just heard was created by Logan Rogers. So shout out to Pilo on that sweet intro, man. That's going to be our official WRBF Two Guys in a Bed podcast intro from now on. So shout out to Logan. Um, all right. So we're going to get started. We're going to bring in our co-host for this evening. Don't call it a comeback, but he is back. Le'Veon Bell is back. Here he is, Tyrekosaurus Rex. Tyler, are you there? That's, That's right. I'm right. here. I'm here. Good to be back. I it might is. have to have uh, Logan make me a little soundtrack for Friday nights with the honey. <laughs> yeah. He's got another version for uh, the two guys in a bed podcast, and it's more of a you know, like an actual two guys in a bed kind of vibe to it. That was the more upbeat version, but he's got another one. Maybe we can, we could break out one of these days. Yeah. Little brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> exactly. All right. So shout out to Logan, man. Uh, all right, Tyler, tell us who are our sponsors for this week. Who is keeping us on the airwaves? Hey, all right. This week, uh, two new sponsors got a uh, Utilitech sump pumps. I am appreciative of them. Helped me get about six inches of water out of my crawl space uh, from the hurricane. So that was that was a pretty sweet deal. And uh, fruit of the earth aloe vera gel. You know, if you have that uh, skin irritation or, or burning sensation, like maybe you didn't keep uh, a player that you should have and you got a little little raw spot, you can rub some of that on it. Mm. Um, a little foreshadowing what's going to be coming up later on the podcast. Thanks for helping Shout us pay the bills. That's right, baby. All right, let's get into week two. We had uh, we had three close games that uh, came down to Monday Night Football. Um, we're going to start with the matchup of the week from week two, which was Kevin versus Nick, and it all came down to Monday Night Football. Kevin needed 13 points from him, but unfortunately only got 10. It was a close game, but Nick pulls out the win. And let's take a look at Kevin's team. Uh, I kind of went with uh, Clint Eastwood, the good, the bad, and the ugly here. So for Kevin's team, he had you know Patrick Mahomes, who sets an NFL record for the most touchdowns through the first two weeks, goes off yet again for Kevin, who's probably going to be the the best quarterback in fantasy football this season. He's off to a really good start. So that's the good. The bad was uh, Greg the Leg Zerline got hurt. And I talked to Kevin earlier, and he was really upset with, with Greg Zerline. Feels like that's why he lost. And then the ugly, this is really why he lost. Matt Breda scored the exactly mm. the same amount on the bench as all of Kevin Kevin's starting running backs combined. So Kevin would have won if he would have started Matt Breda. And then uh on the on the flip side of that, Nick goes to two and oh. What's your thoughts on that matchup, Callahan? I think uh that is gonna be a battle that we're gonna look back on later in the season that's going to be one of those that could decide a bye in the playoffs. You know, with such a strong division that we are in. Um, yeah, Nick, a bye, Nick, like you would play maybe Ryan first round, that kind of bye? Yeah, right, right, yeah. 
So, you know, Nick and Kevin are, are leading the division right now. Uh, they both have pretty strong, solid squads. And the big one of my biggest takeaways, I don't know, have we ever had anyone put a kicker on injured, in their injured reserve spot? Because Kevin, <laughs> Kevin has done that now. I don't know. Kickers are kind of unpredictable. I know Greg DeLeg is kind of the exception, maybe the Adam Vinatieri of the late 90s or something. But a kicker, on, I guess you don't have anyone else to put on the injured reserve. But it's interesting – little stat there yeah nice i have no idea i don't think there's ever been a kicker good enough to put on ir so this may be a first but uh congratulations to nick his wide receivers are looking pretty great uh i did not expect that kind of output from brendan cooks yeah and uh in la and devin funches did all right you know i, I so. really hate that new orleans stack that he has again this year just kind of pisses me off <laughs> and he hasn't even rolled a lot. He's Mark Ingram coming in, you know, week five off suspension. So his, that's not even all of them just yet. Appreciate that. I'm yet to play him. I'm sure uh, he'll go off <laughs> against me. We'll see. We'll see if, if Nick rises him into the championship like he did last year. Uh, moving on to Steve and Chris. This was a pretty close game. Uh, I thought it was going to be closer than what it was, but uh, it, it, it was pretty much over going into Monday Night Football. Steve had Jordan Howard going, and if Jordan Howard would have somehow scored some negative points, it would have been you know really interesting. But he didn't. He scored eight point three. It was really Evan Ingram who kind of locked it up for Steve on Sunday Night Football. Scored sixteen points from Evan Ingram. It's pretty impressive. And I'm really glad that Steve won because if Chris would have won, he would have most definitely been the sorriest two and O team to ever start in WRBF. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. No, he did not deserve to win. <laughs> just right. no reason he should be uh, two and a. Just, yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason I should be zero oh and two. <laughs> we're gonna get to that in just a few minutes, but before we move on, before we get to that, let's talk about other two and O teams that suck. Uh, TJ beats Tucker, and this one actually did come down to Chris Carson on Monday Night Football. Tucker needed six and a half points from Chris Carson. Didn't get it. Um, so TJ gets the win. He's two and zero. But you know, Tyler, I got a question for you. You know, does it really count if nobody scores over a hundred points? That's right. Yeah. I mean, speaking of suck, he's the superintendent of suck. <laughs> I mean, does, yeah. does he know? Does he know he can change his name? I told him that. I told him that he can change his name, but he said, you know what? It's it's worked so far this season. He's two and zero. He's just gonna roll with it. That's right. I think he's embracing it. That's good. I I appreciate that. Tell me more about TJ's start. You know, what do you think about his start? What's it going to do for him the rest of the year, you think? Well, I just hope he doesn't get used to it. It's really going to set him up for, you know, another epic fail like last year. <laughs> have you have you been on the new roller coaster at, at Carowinds, the Fury? Fury. That, just yes. that, that crazy drop. You know, TJ, TJ is getting ready to just go over the peak right now. It's he's, all down here from here, buddy. He he's at three hundred and twenty-four feet right now. I think is it the Fury three twenty-five or whatever. He's right. he's got he's one at, more click. That's click, right. Click, click. click. Yeah, it's one more click. Maybe next week he'll get him one. But then it's just man, a downward spiral. <laughs> Perfect transitions, downward spirals, man. What happened to Gronk? I know Jalen Ramsey was saying going into the game that Gronk's really not that good. And damn, if the Jaguars didn't shut his ass down. Uh, Grant only scored two and a half points. So 
Do you think Gronk just got locked up, or do you think he's he's actually not that great? I, I think it's a head game with him. You know, I don't. I think he's great. I think he's not that smart. <laughs> I think he's kind of a mental midget. Gronk smash. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think I think if you can get into his head, you can do some things to to mess up his whole psyche. He's still ranked as the fifth tight end, you know, because he had such an awesome week one. But I'm not sold on Gronk. I know that. He's just, I just don't think the value's there for him this yeah, year. Right. He, he's getting old. He's, I mean, he'll break another elbow soon. It's just not, it's just a matter of time. I know, but in the second round where Tucker got him, it, it, you couldn't not draft Gronk there. I mean, I, oh, I, I agree. If he's there when Tucker got him, you had to take him. You had to, yeah, you know, it kind of painted himself into a corner taking, you know, Antonio Brown in the Gronk second round. So, and I, I am no one to give advice on drafting a tight end. <laughs> Man, you're giving away too much of the stuff that's coming up in the podcast. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. So those were the those are the games that were close last week. Let's take a look at the games that weren't close. And starting with me, of course, you know, me versus Ryan. Right. I take Ryan down um one seventy six to one twenty two. And damn, I, damn near scored two hundred. I hear you. Yeah, I know. And um, the FML, shout out to Steve for, you know, putting together the FML for week two. Uh, I don't know if you've looked, but the Barry Sanders division is looking strong. We got a one, two, and three spot in FML uh, in week two. Me picking up Ben Roethlisberger and having the Cahoon over Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so, boom, suck it, everybody. Um, I'll, I'll take Aaron Rodgers and put his ass on the bench. It don't matter. Uh, yeah, so speaking of Ryan, uh, I'm really concerned about Ryan, not, you know, about his well-being. And wh- where is he again? Tyler, I can never remember. Uh, I think he's in Nicaragua. Nicaragua, okay. He, I, I'm not really concerned about his well-being in Nicaragua. I'm really concerned that he's not going to pay his league dues because he sucks so hard. Um, he oh, hasn't wait, wait, wait a minute. He's not in Nicaragua. He's in Honduras. Honduras. And, and, and you know what? Um, that league due, that thirty dollars, that could go a long way in Hon- in Honduras. So I, let me do the crunch some numbers here. Uh, carry the one. Yeah, yeah. He can. He can. Uh, yeah, that's seven hundred and twenty-one Honduran limpiras. Limpiras. You know. <laughs> you know. You know what you can buy for that. That sounds like a lot. What can you get? Yeah, Honduran Craigslist right now. You can get two goats. <laughs> A third of a cow, two nights in a nice hotel, a coffee table, and three fudge rounds. <laughs> and three fudge rounds. Yeah, that's what, pretty good. What third of the cow can you get? <laughs> Do you get to pick? I'm, sh- I'm sure it's the the latter third. <laughs> oh god, yeah. So Ryan, uh, hey bud, how about sending me your league dues? It's week three. You know that'd be great. Send it on uh, if they have like pay amigo down there or pay sa whatever they call it. Not PayPal. Not, yeah, whatever they have down there. Yeah, man, send it on. Pay me, go me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I don't have my, my, my music queued up, but I do have the stat of the week. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Perfect. So um, beat 850, and I renamed him the WRBF doorknob, of course, because everybody gets a turn. That's right. He scored 122 points, and it got me to thinking, man, that's a lot of points and still lose by 50. I felt bad. So um, I did not put this in the notes. So Tyler does not know the answer to our stat of the week. Um, 
So first off, Tyler, do you think that was the most points that was ever scored to still lose by 50? Uh, no, I do not. I think mm-hmm. I remember I think I remember a couple years ago, maybe Dale lost and scored a whole bunch of points. Am I am I right on that? Well, uh, I looked at the top three. These are the top three points scored to still lose by 50, and Ryan's loss last week was actually third on the list. There are two other games where someone scored more points and still lost by 50, and unfortunately you are incorrect. It was not Dell. Okay. Um, in 2016, Chris uh, scored 184 points and beat somebody who scored 125 points. Do you know who it was that scored the 125? Uh, I'm hoping it was you. It was not me. It was Ryan. <laughs> so Ryan has the third and the second in that ranking there. And that was when Chris went off that year. You know, that was his That's right. Did, uh, third. Yeah, did he win the championship that year? No, he, first round was put uh, out by that's Steve. Right. No, I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to remind people yeah. that. So, drum roll. First, the most points scored – and still lose by 50 was in 2015. Do you want to guess either either one of these guys? Mm. 2015. 2015. Was Kevin one of them? No. Okay. No, I don't know. So, stat of the week is the most points that has ever been scored and still lose by 50 is 132 points, and they got beat by Nick. Nick actually scored 189, and the person who scored the 132, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan has uh, the most points, the second most points, and the third most points, and still lose by 50. Dude just can't <laughs> catch a break. No, I feel a little bit bad. I don't feel that bad, but I feel a little bit bad about it. Yeah, that's, kind of, that's, that's a tough that's – those are tough losses when you score that many and still get your name changed. You know, he's not going to score no more than 122 points this season. That's the most he's ever going to score, and he got 50 when he scored that many. Man. And how do fantasy points uh, translate in uh, Honduran lazy pies or whatever? (laughs) I have no idea what the exchange rate is there. Ryan, pay your league dues. And there's also Dell has not paid his league dues. Dell, I'm calling you out, man. I need your league dues. So Dell played Logan, and he actually won. Dell beat Logan 146 to 105. Um. Maybe Dell will actually pay his league dues since his team is legit. He followed his 170-point performance but with 146. Pretty impressive. And his FML rank is number one yet again, I believe. Let me double-check that. Yes. No, he's uh, actually number two. He, he, no, he's two. He was, he was one and two. I, so those rankings, um, that's right, yeah. But, so he's playing who he's supposed to play. And that's, yeah, and, yeah. and that's a good thing because his uh, bench is hot garbage. Yeah, well, that's true. He doesn't have much depth. He's, he's winning. He's beating the people that he's going up against, and he's going to be playing Ryan Lord Lookout. And I'm telling you, man, Logan uh, has David Johnson. He is He's a risky start now. I mean, he's like a – he's barely a flex option with that Arizona offense. Holy smokes, they mm-hmm. are a mess. You can't uh, – it's tough to, to bench David Johnson when you know his potential. And I feel yeah. bad. Mixon got hurt on Thursday night, and he's going to be out for a few weeks. So Logan's kind of hurting at RB, you know. Do you think I should be a little bit lenient with Dell since he hooked us up on golf? He did, he did hook us up on golf. But if he doesn't pay, I'll just get to take a couple players from his team. That's fair. That seems fair. Seems fair. Yeah, seems fair to me. <laughs> 
Okay. So, all right. So we had a lot of talk about this in our group chat. We had a lot of little discussion coming into uh, this part of our podcast. You versus Tim, you are our defending champion and you are officially O and two to start the season. Um, you put up another, not necessarily pathetic performance, but you know, less than a champion's. It was not a champion's performance. It was definitely a disappointment for for me. It's it's. I expect more from my guys, and I haven't gotten it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the funny thing is, is you got renamed first week. Kevin gave you a great name of Tyrekosaurus Wrecked. Obviously, love, love, love it. <laughs> to not keep Tyreek Hill, and instead you drafted Sammy Watkins, and unfortunately, you know Sammy Watkins went off. This right, past. and if you would have started him, like uh, Satan Flex, you would have won. Yeah, thank you. Um, really, I didn't know that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'll have to go back and check that. That's good. I'm glad you pointed that out. So. Tell me, tell me what has really gone through your, your, your mind, through your head with this whole Kansas City wide receiver dilemma, decision, to call it. But just, just take, take us through your, your thoughts on, on how that's played out so far this year. Okay. Yeah, thanks for um, peeling that scab off. Yeah, so here's how, here's how all that's played out. Um, I was down to four players I was considering, and uh, Tyreek Hill was definitely one of them. I wasn't sure about Mahomes and – Sammy Watkins coming in, you know, Kareem Hunt coming into his second year, just going off, wasn't sure what was going to happen with that guy. And, you know, kind of flipped the coin, went the other way. And then I really wasn't second-guessing myself until that morning of the golf, which at that point it's too late. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of talk, you know, uh, early, early. I'd say, you know, first hole, you guys start just asking me, questions about it and i'm like yeah yeah no i feel good about it right then towards the end um you know when we finished up and then uh 45 minutes later we decided to go back and make sure that everyone had killed them out in the woods of dormy club uh we drove back and found uh kevin and one of the first things kevin said was man i can't believe you didn't keep tyreek hill and you know kevin's hands down the smartest one in our league and i was like huh Dr. Patel to you. Dr. Patel, that's right. I was like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Well, then he then he drafts Tyreek Hill. And uh, I get to play Kevin first week with Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill goes absolutely bananas. Right. And then I get renamed by Kevin. Um, great name, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that fruit of... The Earth Aloe Vera Gel is coming pretty handy. I'm on like my second gallon bottle. The cherry on top is first week when you played Kevin, you're like, I'm going to show everybody. I'm going to start Sammy Watkins because he's the best wide receiver in Kansas City. And you That's lose. right. That's right. I will start. I will. I will be a man of my word, and I will start Sammy Watkins. And you damn right, he'll put up three points. And then you're like, okay, I learned my lesson. I'll right. put him on the bench. I'll put him yeah. on the bench. Um, yep. Not gonna get burned yet again. See what I did there? That's right. Aloe vera. That's right. Not gonna get burned yet again. Damn it! I'm putting you on the bench, Sammy. Yep. And of course, it comes back to bite me. Oh, that's great, man. That's so good. That's so good. It makes me so happy. Um, yeah, I'm glad you guys, uh, guys are getting some enjoyment out of that. I, I think you did have. Was, is there one question you wanted to ask me about that game? 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, did your boy Mike Jacecki make it on the bus to New York? Did he make it on the bus? What did, he, did he play? Uh, yeah, handed out uh, Gatorade water bottles. Apparently, <laughs> I am done with that dude. Yes, yeah, I noticed that you dropped him. Um, man, so, so you forgot you forgot to draft a tight end. You picked one up. No, played him for- <laughs> I did not forget to draft a tight end. I thought he was going to be awesome. I knew I could get him late. Yeah. And that's why I did that. Yeah, man, he has scored 1.6 points for you in two weeks. Yes. Balling out. He he scored the same amount as Greg the Leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's great. That makes me so happy. So we'll see how your uh, your pickup of James, Jesse James out there in Pittsburgh, we'll see how that goes. I and mean, let's not overlook Tim, man. I'm telling you, this dude is consistent. He is Mr. Consistency. Three things you can count on. Death, taxes, and Tim is going to put up at least 120 every week. I'm telling you, this dude, you cannot, he just he goes A to B. You know what I mean? He's so consistent. That's right. So shout out, comes out, he beats our defending champion. Way to go, Tim. All right, this is a good transition into everybody's favorite part of our podcast, the Dookie Award winner. So, we got some uh, good good nominees out there. We got Tucker. You know he had a kind of crappy performance. He had uh, Rob Gronkowski let him down. There was, of course, our defending champion who fails to start the right wide receiver in Kansas City. So a lot of good candidates going to be our. Who's our Dookie Award winner this week? The Dookie Award winner is drumroll, please, myself. <laughs> I am going to take this one. Uh, because I deserve it. I earned it. My pride, got, my, my pride got the best of me. And I refused to start Sammy Watkins again, and I should have, and that's my own fault. So I'll take the Dookie Award win, uh, this week, and I'll just look over here at my championship belt and stroke it, and it'll make it all go away. That's right. Well, congratulations to you on the Dookie Award winner, man. Thank you, sir. Nice. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to this week, week three in WRBF. We're going to start with Waiver Wire Wednesday. We had a pretty big day um, on the Waiver Wires today. A lot of action, even though, like Tucker said, it's it's pretty thin out there. You know, you got to get out there and get them while you can. So we had six teams put in a bid for Buck Allen. I got them for 27 bucks. Yeah, okay. over a quarter of your budget, man. That's a running back by committee on that team at best. I I don't know. I don't know about Buck Allen. I'm not sold on him. So I was questioned. I was questioned on my decision. So here's why I chose to spend so much on Buck Allen. First off, I don't have much depth at running back. I have given up a lot of my depth in the trades that I've made. So I have to build up my bench for bye weeks. And Buck Allen, I feel like, is a pretty consistent guy. He has a pretty high floor. Um, He's going to be in the game, whether it's goal line. He's getting goal line snaps. And he's also getting catches out of the backfield numbers regardless. And so I feel like he's a guy that I can plug in and uh, not have to worry about a high risk, high reward kind of a thing. I know he's going to put up some numbers for me. So he's going to help me sleep a little bit more easier at night. And I, I dropped Doug Martin, pretty much been a letdown out there in Oakland. Um, and, you know, you got you to gotta get these guys while you can. I missed on – Philip Lindsay in Denver last week. I really regret that I didn't spend more to get him. 
he is going to be a stud. I'm I'm pretty jealous that Nick has him. So yeah, I, didn't, I agree. I, I didn't want to miss out on another running back who could, you know, put up some decent numbers for me, I, you know, especially when I need that. And then also uh, another hot guy was Deshaun Jackson. Six teams put in bids for Deshaun Jackson. The TJ Bucks, he spent a pretty good – that's a decent amount. And then uh, the next was Steve with 13. So nice job. TJ spending the right amount. I also got Tyler Boyd for nine bucks. I couldn't got him for free. And I got the the Browns defense – uh, for eight bucks, so you know, I overspent a little bit by seventeen bucks today. Potential Dookie Award, uh, you know, a candidate for next week. But I, I feel like I needed to get those those guys on my team. So you can't go on without um, talking about your 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 free agent acquisition of Jesse James for thirteen bucks, and that thus in in era. Yeah, the Mike Rick- the the Mike Jasukiet era is over. <laughs> You had a, Jesse James had a huge game last week against Kansas City. I don't know that he can put those kind of numbers up consistently, but I, see- I don't. Th- I don't think he can either. But I think he's going to be. Uh, he's going to. He's going to get some touches every game. I think he's a pretty integral part of that offense now with with Le'Veon Bell out. Yeah, he's going to be the the threat down the middle. I mean, anything's better than one point six points, right? Am I right? That that's right. If he catches one pass, it'll be more than. If he catches one pass for negative four yards, it'll be more points than what I got last week. Exactly. Uh, I think he'll be okay. I'm going to point something out. I know you, you didn't even put in any money for your bid. You got it for zero bucks, and Kevin actually bid the same. And so you guys you tied for your Dan Bailey bid. And so I want to make sure everybody's clear that um, when we have a tie like that, the tiebreaker is inverse order of standings. And because you suck so much, because you <laughs> suck, yes, you got That's it. Right. Kevin sucks much less than me. <laughs> right. All right. Just want to make sure everybody's clear on, on the tiebreaker for free agent acquisitions. All right. So let's move on to week three. Uh, this will be the third week of divisional play. After this week, we go into those interdivisional uh, matchups. And we got me versus Logan. Um, you know, this begs the question, will the label maker change my name yet again like he did last year? We played first week last year and he changed my name. Will he do it again this year? Um, I sure I sure hope so because I have some names I'm going to send him. Should I be worried? I mean, uh, I, really yes. don't think I need to be worried. I think you should be worried. We shall see. Uh, Dale, ooh, speaking of somebody that needs to be worried, Ryan absolutely needs to be worried. He is playing Dale and uh, – Mm. I think they have, Dale has a potential, the potential to beat him by one hundo. That's right, and I don't know what the conversion is in uh, to lemon pies, but he could easily lose by one hundred lemon pies, whatever the <laughs> however many that is. I have no idea. Oh man, good luck to you, Ryan. Uh, but in the FML, Ryan has, is number two. He was number two this past week, um, so he's he's making good decisions, and I hope that continues in, in, into week three. Uh, our matchup for week number three, our matchup of the week is going to be TJ versus Chris. I I think this has a potential to be a pretty close game right now. Their only difference in their projections. Um, Chris is projected to get 113, TJ 110. So uh, I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, TJ, again, is undefeated. Chris is one and one. Um, who, do, who do you think? Who do you think is going to pull it out in, in, in that matchup, Tyler? I, I like TJ in that matchup. Um, I think this will be 
this will be the peak. This will be that next click. He'll be three and a, and then it's just get your popcorn ready. Take some Dramamine uh, if you get motion sickness, because that fall is going to be pretty, Wee. pretty, yeah, pretty great. But it's more fun if you keep your hands up. <laughs> so, uh, our next matchup will be Tucker versus Steve. And I looked at this up, and um, Steve has been dominating this matchup. Steve leads the series five to one. They've played six times, and Steve has won five of them. So, Tucker, good luck there, buddy. Uh, there's, it looks like Steve is projected to get 115 and Tucker 116. So less than a point difference there in their projections could be a close game, but, but Tucker's got definitely got some work to do out there. I feel like if Steve beats him by 50, he has to rename him Steve's bitch or something like that. Right. Please do. And then Tim, Tim's going to be taking on Kevin. That's always going to be, that's a good matchup. Those guys are, are, you know, consistently putting up decent numbers. Um, we'll see who takes it there. And then finally, you are taking on Nick. And Tyler, you are, as of right now, you are the only team. Oh, no, no, you must have put somebody in. You must have changed it. Because earlier, you were the only team who was projected to score less than 100. Get your mind right, son. You better get your facts right. You I must have been tight in. I am projected to score. 107. <laughs> oh, excuse me. 107. Excuse me. That's Most right. Tied in Jesse James made the difference. And, you know, you can take those projections from what they are. I just, I think this early in the season, the projections aren't as, as valuable as they are later in the season after they get some games in them and you start figuring out some teams, game plans and strategies and stuff. All right, so that's going to wrap. Oh, and one more thing. We got the Jets and the Browns playing tomorrow night, Thursday night football. Also, I picked up the Browns, D. You better believe I'm starting them, man. I feel like they're going to give Sam Darnold a tough time. They're going to give him a fit, and they're playing in Cleveland. The Browns' defense is strong, man. Yeah, they're pretty good. Although, just on paper, Jets versus Browns sounds like the most Thursday night game ever. Oh, it's going to be like 7-13. to 13, but God, it's I, gonna hate, be- I hate Thursday night games. All right. Well, I appreciate you hopping on. Thanks for coming back, Tyler. I'm glad we got the contract situation squared away. You yeah, know, man. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about that paper. I appreciate it, Steve and Nick filling in. But it's it's good to have you back. Good luck to everybody. Logan, Logan, play us out, man. <laughs> <laughs>